This is college football at its absolute best. Yeah, they had us the first half, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, could be Wayne! I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh! I love it, baby! Them orange britches! Something about them orange britches! Ball hit high in the air in the right field, going back to Sayre, and Tennessee can say hello with Column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. McGrath for the win. He got it. If you don't like college football, and you watch this one, I'm not sure what your problem is. Reddit did to do, and welcome into More Important Issues. It is Thursday, July 20th, officially. There it is, maybe. Um, welcome in. We've got a good episode. It is 478, creeping up on 500. It's coming. We are creeping up on football season. It's 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 almost time. We'll be in that. Kind of like... You guys know my stance on neutral side games besides bowl games. But it, like, it does really suck when the first one isn't in Neyland. Like, you get that privilege as a Power 5 team that your first game of the season, especially if you're playing cupcake teams, which I'd be fine with. I'd be fine with playing away if it was Virginia, if you did home and home. But you get that privilege as a Power 5, so it sucks when you don't get to play at home. I love how you called Virginia a cupcake game. Um, no, I changed. No, I correct. Don't put that evil on me. <laughs> you said it. it. No, you said it. I love I, it. I corrected I it. it. Don't put that. I'm not. No. I, hey, I have, we're, we're a 28 point favorite. I mean, that's a cupcake. <laughs> I have full faith in Tennessee to win it, but I've also been a fan of the Tennessee Volunteers my entire life. And uh, I've seen what anyone in orange, um, even if it's the wrong shade, is capable of. No such thing as a cupcake. That's what you're saying. <laughs> certainly and, and uh, you know you might even win them but i've left ohio i've left uh, umass i wasn't at the umass game thankfully uh that was terrible though um charlotte i've left a lot of games just thinking we still lost the scoreboard might not say it but the fans lost that game yeah yeah not great so I have full faith in this team. I'm not trying to put that evil on them but i don't want to get added i don't think virginia is even going to show up to knoxville based on their assumption of the schedule. So I'm not like that makes me worry even less. We're good. We're fine. Yeah. That's, that's my favorite is they think it's in England. Yeah. Yeah. Which, Hey, we're in the same boat. We, we both wish it was in England. I mean, honestly though, if you're, so maybe they're just trying to speak it into existence. They're trying to help us out. So a hundred percent. And I mean, we've talked about it like game, like team, Stadiums we want to go to, and we would obviously like to see Tennessee play in those. So that would be if you're a, if you're a college football fan. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. Many of the stadiums we've talked about. Like I'm excited to go to uh, Lincoln if that's still happening. Probably won't with the SEC change, but if we do. Oh yeah, Nebraska. Nebraska. I was thinking, yeah. Um, what about Washington? I guess that's another one too that we. I don't. I don't know if that's like that high up on my list, but I, yes, yeah, that's a good. I mean, it's a good example. We'll sure. try to go to that. Yeah, we are. I mean, we are. We're going. 
we're, we're I'm doing like I I think we go and like that's a week long trip. I think. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Mm. So make make the most of it. Okay. Make the most of it. But yeah, so I think they probably are a little upset, and I don't blame them. They should be. Um, maybe it'd be cooler if it was in a new their new stadium. Um, but Nissan, I think Nissan is gets more crap than it should, but there isn't anything special about it. Yeah, um, Music City Bowl is bad, and I think that's what makes people have like the field looks awful. Or it has always, it, it's never, yeah. it's never looked good. So that yeah. doesn't help. I'm talking about the stadium though itself. Like right. I, I've sat in a lot of places. I don't think there's a bad seat in that stadium. <clears throat> yeah, it's on the smaller side. I'd like to see mm-hmm. it bigger, but you know, they can't be all kneeling. No, absolutely. It, if they were, it wouldn't kneeling wouldn't be special. Right. So what are you gonna do? Um, we're talking commit commitments, commitments, baby. Um, oh, wow. Do what? I said all five. Yeah. Stars. Of course. <laughs> Filling it up. I don't know why you whispered that. Uh, SEC Media Days. I This is this is kind of sucked. Like, I haven't really gotten to follow SEC Media Days super closely. Uh, so, I think tomorrow I'm just going to go back and just, like, soak it all in. Hmm. Well, um, I could probably save you some. There's not a lot. And they're never – and that's probably – like, it's probably not going to be as much fun to rewatch. It's always fun to watch it. And uh, see how each coach dances around not saying Every anything. question. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, it's my, besides Lane Kiffin, who just says the dumbest shit possible that, that comes to his head. Yeah. Uh, and then Mike Leach, who rip in peace. I wanted to wear powdered wigs for this podcast, um, but they wouldn't come in in time. So maybe one day. Yeah. Maybe episode 500, we just have a, a rip Mike Leach segment and we just wear powdered wigs. And eye patches. Sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I think I, I, uh, those are like the few coaches that do give you entertainment. Um, but I, so I don't think it will be as much fun going back and doing it all, but it is fun in the moment. Maybe I'm the one. I mean, it, like you said, it's kind of like, it's humorous and just watching people dance around each question. Like even the reporters are like trying to get something. And, like, even the players are just coached to, like, not say a word. So, yeah, it is what it is. Um, But I guess it happens, so we're going to talk about it. And it is cool that it was in Nashville, so, you know, a lot of those guys got the – well, who cares? Yeah, it does. Yeah, who cares? Take it back to Birmingham. But it it did give some, like, I guess question filler, like, hey, 44 days, you'll be back here. Playing Virginia, that's fun. Yeah, neutral for side. no one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How does it feel to be playing in front of sixty thousand screaming bachelorettes? I mean, that's got to be just a ton of fun. Electric, for sure. Um, they're all. Uh, is it Ashley Mahomes? I don't know her name. Patrick's wife. Um, yeah, I, I just imagine that I don't know that. Yeah, name. when when you said. 60,000 bachelorettes. I just think of her, of 60,000 of her. Right. I do like uh, in QB, I almost said QB1, Rip and Peace QB1, such yeah. a good show. Right. And they have they have dead footage that they just won't put out there. There's a whole season with Bryce Young and Anthony Richardson that exists in just void space, and it sucks. We want that. Anyways, um, is it just called Quarterback? 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Kind of a cool name. Um, didn't realize that. But I'm two uh, episodes in, so don't ruin it if you Me too. Me, don't okay. me too. Okay. Um, I'm not even finished the second, but the scene I just saw it on the interweb that he gets pissed because he sprains his ankle and they send him back for an x-ray. He slams his jacket. It cover your ears, kids. He yells the F word. Um, and she just kind of turns and she's like, I don't think he I don't think he's mad at them. He's just mad that he's hurt. It's like, thanks. Thanks for informing me that he isn't pissed at Andy Reid. <laughs> Thank you. Perfect. <laughs> I, I'm not married to the guy, and I kind of figured as much. Yeah. But I'm, I'm glad you can read him. Yeah, pr- appreciate the intel. <laughs> um, where am I at now? We got a lot to talk about, sort of. We, this is a good uh, time of year because there's not a lot to talk about, but there's stuff that happened that we can talk about. Okay. Yeah. Do you agree with that? SEC Media Days, we can't really say anything, but we're going to say something. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think it's cool to like just at least mention like why I guess these these three were picked. Um, I guess you might have a good idea, but yeah, talk about that a little bit. I mean, I listened to all three of theirs, like with the with the media, their their pressers with the media. So it was cool, I guess the the clip with Paul Feinbaum. Man, I I don't I don't want to. I haven't watched it yet. I saw a, I saw an article about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I mean, it. I don't know if Paul just had the jitters or, uh, I mean, he's getting up there in age, and you know, it it didn't seem. I, I did see this week he got accused of being a Tennessee. Oh, I, I think by an Alabama wow. fan because he went to Tennessee, and I was like, I mean, I'm not saying I don't think he's just ragged on Tennessee. He certainly has not had Tennessee's back for just any reason. Wow. Like he's not. Yeah. Oh, it's Brittany so, Mahomes, not Ashley. Nah, they're kind of similar. Similar. Yeah. Same name yeah. at the end of the day. Used by the same amount yeah. of white white girls. Um, But, yeah, I was like that. He's just not a Tennessee homer. It's not, not yeah. even close. Also, an Alabama fan, this is going to be my stupidity. I'll go ahead and talk about it. Um, That talked about how Alabama had – it took Tennessee to win. It took Alabama having 17 penalties and a missed field goal. Um. I think he's forgetting that Tennessee gifted Alabama a touchdown by just dropping the ball in the backfield from the 15-yard, I guess probably the 25-yard line. It was probably mm-hmm. right after kickoff. 25-yard line that they got a walk-in touchdown from. Uh, also, the officials gifted Alabama I'll, – I'll go. I'll spot them three points. They gifted them four points. Uh, third down, third and long, ball into the end zone. Alabama player shoves. I can't remember who. Did we intercept that? I need to go back and watch that game. And we get called for PI. And instead of being fourth down interception, I don't think it was interception. Uh, they get first, they get first and goal and they score a touchdown yeah. on that drive. So four points spotted as well. So in total, you got eleven points spotted in that game, and you only lost by three. So I mean, remember what you want to remember. That's fine. Remember what you want to remember. But those things happen. Yeah. Also, um football's a weird game. I don't like I don't know. And and like none of the penalties were pre-snap penalties. That they don't really have a choice in calling. Also, do, I mean, we're just not even going to mention that Cedric Tillman didn't play in that game. It's true. So uh, you posted the uh, who had the Trayvon Flowers game this week. You posted the Trayvon Flowers, and I just thought about it. Pitt. I don't think about the Pitt game a lot because it's obviously like wasn't as big of a win as some of the other ones we had. But if that win doesn't happen. And, and then the way it happened, too, obviously, Cedric Tillman stand up. Defense played well. 
we murdered six quarterbacks of theirs and they got a guy out of the stands who almost yeah. took them to victory. Um, just like the way it happened, the fact that we won that game on the road, I know it's not a crazy environment, but on the road, the season's not the same if you don't beat Pitt. And so it's weird that you forget about Well, it game. catapulted you, but there was – Alabama was in there. Clemson was in there. LSU, Florida. You had all these big wins like right after that. It is mm-hmm. hard to – and I'm sure there was a lot of drinks flowing – you know, between those weeks. So, yeah, it is hard to kind of remember that. But um, you only remember the last one, and that was Cedric Tillman will walk off there. So, for sure. Um, all right. Before we get into the rest of this episode, I do got, I need, want to tell you all about some of our friends. Underdog is Knoxville's best sports collectible store with a wide selection of UT cards, autographs, and memorabilia. Whether you're looking for a Peyton Manning autographed helmet or the most recent Toss baseball card release, you'll find it at Underdog. The shop is owned by UT graduates and proudly supports UT sports by host proudly supports UT sports by hosting NIL events throughout the year. Underdog is now located. They've moved. If you've been to Underdog before, they have moved. They're now located at 640 Plaza, 4452 Western Avenue. That's in Knoxville. Landon says it's by a Little Caesars. I'm sure there's a Domino's if you need to get Domino's. So do both of those at once. Um, shout out to Underdog. They're the best. Excited for what's going to come. Uh, the rest of this football season. Yeah. Shout out. All right. Big news. Always bet on the underdog. Forgot that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, Except I'll unless they're a 20 point that. dog, um, then maybe leave that one alone. Yeah. Point bet dog. on the underdog when, uh, you know, maybe in recruiting Tennessee lands five star wide receiver Mike Matthews, the number nine all time recruit that Tennessee has landed. Um, the top-rated wide receiver that Tennessee has ever landed. So, um, really big commit, and it it is insane because like you just imagine like all those wide receivers that Tennessee's had over the years. I mean, at one point they were calling us wide receiver. You, I don't know. We're probably getting back to that. You know, when you have a Blitnikoff and and getting guys right. drafted year in and year out, but um. Yeah, it's pretty insane that this this is the first five-star wide receiver Tennessee has landed since 2015. I know what y'all are thinking. Preston Williams <laughs> didn't turn out great. But let's be honest, the dude was freakishly talented. He just – Well, there's more in the mix of that too. Like yeah, he it wasn't, it it wasn't like, his field – it wasn't the the play on the field that, that kept him from – Yeah, it was great. like the first entire year he wasn't really even with the team. <laughs> right, right. Um. So, yeah, they land Mike Matthews out of Parkview High School. Um, if that sounds a little bit familiar, Tennessee did have a, another commit, um, ended up transferring when, you know, the Jeremy Pruitt stuff happened. But Cody Brown was at Parkview. And I don't know if they still do. I, I need to look into it. But Parkview used to have the uh, orange and white checkerboards. They don't. They don't anymore. Okay. They have a turf field. They have the Clem- – I don't – did they have the Clemson Paul with the they checkerboard? The, yeah, they do have the Paul. That's funny that they had both of those. Uh, but, no, they just have the Clemson Paul now. And, and it came I, I've watched the, those two teams. There you go. Yeah. So another, Something about those colors, man. Yeah. And those an, logos. Another win over uh, Clemson. That was Swinney just taking L. Never stops. Yeah. It never stops. Yep. Death taxes and Davos Swinney losing to Josh Heupel. I mean, that's that's it. Yeah, thousand percent. Uh, also, one of their fans said that this is one of their worst season in a, in a decade. They won the ACC. Are they admitting that the ACC is that weak? In a decade? Um, so they said. 
I mean, Trevor Lawrence has been out of there for like two years. Three years? I don't I Two. This will be third. Yeah. <laughs> a decade? This is your worst in a decade? Okay. Well. Whatever. But I guess you it's going to be rough eight years. I mean, you, you admitted the... No, wait. They... This is their worst in a decade. It's in the last 10 years. In a decade. I thought you said their worst decade. Okay. No. In a decade. Okay. Well. No, their worst season in a decade. And they okay. won the ACC, which to me just admits that you play in an incredibly weak conference. Yes. And that's the only reason you've been good. Yeah. I insinuate the last part, but you get it. Um, yeah. But no, I mean, that's a – to get back to Mike Matthews, I mean, to pull a kid out of Georgia, which – like you said, it kind of came down. It came down to Tennessee and Clemson, but to, regardless, pull a kid out of Georgia um, to compete with a program that's in the position that Clemson's in. Um, and I, I know Tennessee had this season, but when you're talking about where you're going to be next season, it's hard to use one season as an example because we've talked about it. You you got to, which it's only going to be year three of. The, we're going into year three of Hypel, mm-hmm. and you can still probably still sell vision now, but you're now you're selling what like you're selling your resume now. And and so that's big that obviously this season resonated a lot with that 24 class. Yeah. And I mean, obviously the, the offense is something like wide receivers want to come play in. You're going to get tons of touches. You're Um, not going to come off the field. If you're, as long as you get on it, you're not going to come. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You can play in the slot, play outside, you know, there's, you can play a lot of different roles in it. Um, Also, you're going to get out in space. You know, a guy with this athleticism, this speed, um, definitely loves to play in space. And but uh, we got to give credit where credit's due. Kelsey Pope, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, good yeah. God, this dude is a freak. Um, Blitnikoff winner in his first year as a position coach, and then goes and lands a five star in the next recruiting cycle. I mean, the guy's a, a, a rising star in this business. I'm, I'm glad. Josh Heupel kind of gave him his opportunity because I feel like he's going to be around a little bit just to, you know, kind of learn from him before. I'm, I'm sure he gets other opportunities at some point. But, um, I mean, what a what a job from him and Joey Halsley. I mean, he's a first-time coordinator, and both those guys recruited Mike Matthews and got that job done. Yeah, for sure. And I think, too, I hope with the Kelsey, the Kelsey Pope transition to um, – means that you've got guys in your program too that that can kind of carry on things and you don't you don't necessarily have to go get the best guy out of the program you can you have you're working from within and i'm not saying you should never do that don't get me wrong if you can go get good quality coordinators or uh position coaches go do it for sure but i like the thought of because you talked about kelsey pope moving on which made me think of it it's like if you can find guys that have been with your program already like that's huge they know the guys they know this they know the system, the expectations, um, the communicate, like they, they know how it works. So if he, you know, if what Kelsey Pope has done is just carried on and obviously he's done more than that, but the next guy can do like, that's huge to me. And Joey Halsley is a good example potentially of that as well. Who's somebody, somebody has been at the program since year one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been huge to kind of see the turnaround these guys, you know, and I know we we're talking about the NCAA stuff last episode, but, you know, for them to kind of – I mean, that ended on Friday, and then on Wednesday you land a five-star. Like, as soon as that NCAA cloud was over, 
it, it seemed to you know start going right for you. And not saying Mike Matthews, if, if that decision probably had nothing to do with the NCAA stuff, but it, it does I, seem like there has been you know a weight lifted off this program. I mean, you say that, but the thing is, is if you do get hit with a bowl ban, a postseason ban, yeah, it, it very well could. Uh, mm-hmm. Now that seemed to be all, completely off the table, no biggie. But if that was the case, it, it probably would have had it, affected it. Um, I lost my train of thought where I was going before the the bowl ban thing. Um, well, that sucks. I feel like I had a good point to make, but you're good. I, I mean, I, going back to to beating out Clemson, both of your wide receivers you have in this class, you beat out Clemson for. So yeah, again, just taking L's. Um, <laughs> You know, in baseball, you know, the Orange Bowl, Billy Amick transferring, get Braylon Staley, you get Mike Matthews. I mean, it's just, it's tough to be a um, Clemson Tiger right now. It is. Yeah. No. Um, a William Satterwhite you, was another guy that – At least you uh, get to leave in Greenville. It's a pretty cool place. It's about yeah, all you got. I guess. Is that considered Greenville? I think it's uh, – maybe. I don't it's know. like outside, yeah. I guess Furman would be more Greenville, right? Maybe. I, I don't – I'm not super familiar with the geography of uh, that area. Yeah, nah, me either. Apologies. Apologies for, for mislabeling Greenville if they don't want Clemson. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. Let's – that's a cool city. Let's let's not get <laughs> let's leave, let's leave, uh Let's leave Clemson out of it. Yeah. That's fine. Um, yeah, I, I, the, the recruiting trail is absolutely scorching right now, and I love it. We've – We've kind of talked about battle, which Clemson hadn't beat Clemson out recently. Um, but to beat out in the long run teams that you got to compete with year in and year out, that's that's huge. Yeah, and like wide receivers, no offense to to Georgia. Yeah, you they're on top of college football right now, but wide receivers aren't beating down the door to go to Georgia. Now I know they got some really good ones committed as well, but I mean, you look at the last couple of years. What wide receiver from Georgia made headlines in college football? Now Brock Bowers is a different story, but <laughs> and and Darnell Washington was making headlines, you know, receiving money from Tennessee. But I mean, George Pickens was an all-time athlete, and Georgia—I mean, part of it was his own fault, but um, <laughs> Georgia couldn't keep him on the field and. Um, he what did he do? What, did he squirt a water bottle on someone? Is that what it was? Yeah, he was. Okay, yeah. he had some some issues, <laughs> but that was a, that was a guy that should have been in the first round, no doubt, and and slipped because of off field issues, and and obviously we've seen Georgia and how they run their program, and you know just let players run amok. So, no, nah, not that. I mean, they're, to be fair, they are running fast during that or driving faster in that muck. They're not just in the muck. They're just they going love, through the muck very fast. Speed. Yeah. I mean, hey, listen. I, uh, they're just they have their mug boots on that, on those cars. They're just but. teaching them to go full speed, full tilt the whole time, everywhere they go. And I yeah. respect that. That's that's bought in vision to that program. Mm-hmm. Kirby Smart's running a yeah. cult effectively down there. I mean, he honestly is. Um, they're going to go oh, seven and five this year. Look, prediction right now, SEC media day prediction, seven and five, Georgia clip that. Curve. Wow. It, run it in the locker room. Y'all yeah. that then you can say that someone said it seriously, sort of, 
uh, when you win a national championship and say people doubted us. I'll, I'll give you something. Okay, to, so you don't believe that? Absolutely not. Okay, okay. I was just <laughs> no. seven and five. I mean, like, cool. Like, but every think player gonna be as good as last year. No, but every player in that five, locker room legitimately believes that people thought they were going to go seven and five. Oh yeah, it's insane. I almost like there was a SEC special on Georgia today. Um, and I almost like watched it to see like, cause Kirby smart was talking in part of it. And I was like, surely he's not going to like bring up some of this stuff of like them being the underdog and stuff like that. He didn't, but I was waiting for him to be like, you're the best team in the country. And then clip that. Um, <laughs> but he ended up not saying it and I didn't want to watch any more of that crap. So I turned it off. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, it's a, it, truly a masterful job of of motivation. I mean, yeah. truly, this guy knows this guy knows ball. I mean, I, I don't know what to say. Like that's insane. Um, but yeah, so that's. I think. I, I wonder what the worst prediction was at SEC Media Days. Uh, the only one I saw that was bad is I believe it was Peter Burns at Kentucky finishing second in the East. Yeah. I don't love also, that. I I think I know what the term rent free means. The first comment I saw was a Kentucky fan say, "I can't wait to see the Vols tears." Not not prompted. That was his just first tweet. Can't wait to see the Vols tears in this. Someone tweeted back at him. He said rent free. Maybe he's talking about Kavaris tears. I don't know what he means because um, I think that would be rent free. And he said he also brought up the point that Kentucky's finished above Tennessee six of the last eight years in those same six of the eight last years, Tennessee's beat them or eight years. Tennessee's beat them six times. Yeah. So cake, your schedule's cake. Okay. Yeah. Number one, you play Louisville. They like lost that. to Jim Chaney as a head coach. I'm pretty sure it's his only, that is his only win as head coach. <laughs> Jim Chaney. <laughs> so, we're good. Last time they played Dooley, they won. Last time they played Butch, they won. Last time they played Pruitt, they won. Show me the pattern. Yeah. And you had a second-round quarterback the last couple of years, and, I mean, you just got blanked. Whoa, 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 whoa. In his head, he was a first-round quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Well, in a lot of people's minds, said he was going four overall, but they, they picked Anthony Richardson, who – has shown all the talent in the world, but has yet to like. No, no, no. Ha has it? Has not shown it. We think he has it. He's done bat flips. We think he has it. Okay, yeah, but has not been able. To, besides that Tennessee game, I can't remember a time where I'm just like, "Damn, Anthony Richardson, pretty good." Yeah, I don't think I've ever thought that. <laughs> this is why we need to see QB one though. I would, I like, I wouldn't mind thinking that. Yeah, especially now that he's not at Florida. Like, I'll think that. That's fine. Yeah. But. Uh, it was honestly kind of sad that that creep that 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 thought to creep in during the Florida game when he threw for 400 yards. Uh, never beat Tennessee, right? No. As a starting quarterback, no. Emory Jones, hang the banner. There you go. <laughs> that's. I hope that's a defensive graphic that we tweet out, like <laughs> number number four overall quarterback. <laughs> Been near, he's been near four quarterbacks who have beat Tennessee. Yes, he has been near them. Yes, but himself, no, no, 
Yeah. Going back to Mike Matthews a little bit. Um, that was a tangent. Love that. Um, Absolutely. That was a caught, multiple tiered tangent. Yeah. Caught 48 passes this past season. His junior year for over a thousand yards, 10 touchdowns. Um, had two interceptions at safety. Plays uh, basketball and, and football. And I think he has a couple like schools that I know Auburn's offered him to play basketball as well. Now, of, is course, that just, of course, Bruce Pearl did. Of oh, course. yeah. Yeah. Five, he sees five stars. He's like, God, offer. <laughs> um, but yeah, just uh, it doesn't seem like he's too into the whole like, look at me on Twitter. It's kind of very simple. And, you know, I'm, sh- I know the, the announcement was on YouTube last night, but it just seemed like he was just like, I mean, they did like a 20-minute conversation before they even put him on there, and then he put it on there. He and didn't put Clemson on? He didn't put a Clemson hat on first? No, he didn't. Then it, no. Open up the – He okay. just unzipped the, the jacket. It was Tennessee. Okay. Um, but, yeah, he just kind of thanked everybody, picked, made his decision, and that was it. Like, <laughs> the whole buildup to it, it was like 30 minutes worth of just like analysis and breaking down his film, and he's like, Thanks, mom and dad. Love you guys. Thanks, coach. I'm going to Tennessee. <laughs> like that was it. <laughs> so easy decision. Sounds yeah, like love that. Um, also, dude, pairing him up with Nico. I, I got to think that played into it some. Oh god, you, you got to see what the quarterback situation is. You have you have the number one, unless you're ESPN quarterback. On campus, yeah. and he's gonna be there when you're there. Right, and, and if he's if he's not, that means Jake Merklinger is that that dude. True, so he's the truth. <laughs> now you're you're looking at Georgia, and you're like, who's quarterback? Who is it? Because like, even though they have, Stetson camp Stetson can't stay in college forever as much as right. he tried, he can't. and they even though they have the number one player in the country at quarterback this year committed to him. Georgia has yet to play the best quarterback on their roster for years to come. That's not true, Landon. Justin Fields did a fake punt in the SEC championship game. He was on the field. <laughs> so how dare yeah. you play the that. majority of snaps at quarterback? How about that? <laughs> um, no, I mean, Tennessee's recruited really well. There's still a lot to do, like for Tennessee to be consistently where they're at, but getting Nico in that last class obviously helped build that class some, and it's obviously helping build this class some. And yeah, having Jake Merklinger committed as well does not hurt right. you. Also don't know how, like, I mean, obviously the quarterback is probably going to be Carson Beck. How is Brock Vandegrift and uh, Gunnar Stockton not just like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> and they may be. And, and like, they're all time. It's the Colt. <laughs> That's the only explanation. Yeah. It is going to be interesting. You 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 have to assume, but with I think with anybody at this age, you you don't want to assume. But like with Nico, I want to assume he came to Tennessee understanding he probably was not going to play his freshman year. Yeah, like that probably is not going to happen. So in my head, I don't want to worry about him transferring if he doesn't. Again, he's young. You just never know. But he knew what the quarterback room looked like coming in. He knew Joe Milton was going to be here. Yeah. So you you think that won't happen? I am interested to see what what happens next year with because I mean Josh Heupel actually mentioned this at SEC Media Days that the days of having three or four like it's gone. Mm-hmm. The days of having two really good quarterbacks. Gar- sorry, I, like even like Alabama, great example. 
a team that should have three or four quarterbacks like they used to, the next guy rolls in just wins the national championship. That does not exist anymore. They don't even have a number two quarterback. <laughs> they got a they don't actually have even a number one. To try to, you know, beefing up their their quarterback competition. Yeah. So it's those days are gone. So I am interested to see what happens there. But I'm pretty confident Nico understood the situation. Which, dude, I mean, how how big of a slap in the face is that to Jalen Milrow and Ty Simpson wearing? You know, you're you're thinking like, this is the competition right here, us two. <laughs> you have four, you have two four star quarterbacks coming in as freshmen. You're like, it's us two fighting it out, and then Saban's like, nope, bringing in a guy who is average at best at Notre Dame, who lost to Marshall. Yeah, who lost to Marshall. Yeah, uh, I kind of, I'm kind of, I, I've we've I've talked about with Adam so many times. We're like, there's no way Alabama can't be good, but you go watch so many of their games last year, and if Bryce Young getting their quarterback like against A and M, they just don't look that great. And it's, but it, like, it's Alabama. It's Nick State. Like I don't. It's one of those things that they've earned the assumption that they're going to be really good. They've earned that for yeah. sure. But looking at the landscape, the most important position in college football is quarterback right now. And they have none. Yep. Hate it for them. Really do. I hate to do this, but we got to mention it. Going back into kind of like the previous, this, the other day, Adam, the worst Pruitt had partially wasn't his fault. And then also partially his fault was having to play Jared Garantano at quarterback when he first got on campus and then not making the change away from Jared Garantano. Yeah. Zero. It's back there. It's still on zero. We're good. I, I just love, I just love that. Um, what was I going to say? You made me think of Jared JG too much. It's clouding my, <laughs> my memory. Um, <laughs> think, just think about that number two, baby. He's going to be, he's going to be our quarterback next year. Well, so he was like his whole argument for his appeal is going to be like his, Young assistants that he hired went rogue. Hey, Jeremy Pruitt, you have like clear I like evidence. that argument. I mean, well, yeah, there's phone calls with him involved, like that, no doubt. There's evidence he was, involved. but 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 if Jeremy Pruitt doesn't like somebody, he's got <laughs> evidence where he is fired a coach in the middle <laughs> of a game. So, yeah, how have we not gotten the story of that yet? In yeah. all of this, there's not a text message mentioning that at all. Oh, yeah. Come on. Jimmy Brumball, he was the whistleblower. Had to be. <laughs> Potentially, and that would be hilarious if it was. If it wasn't, I mean. he's work, or He was working immediately after the year after that. Is he still working? I don't know. Because you're getting blackballed immediately after that, if you were. Right. But also, like, they just fired me. I'm, I'm doing it. They just fired me for Kentucky. A, a team that he came from. <laughs> so, and I mean, I, that wasn't what that wasn't the problem against Kentucky either. Was the defensive no, line? No, we we kept throwing picks. <laughs> we threw a Will Levis amount of picks. Actually, Jeremy Pruitt did land a five star quarterback, and he did. Son of a gun, of and didn't blame. Is that five star quarterback is now a walk on at Louisville? <laughs> It's unbelievable. I mean, I hope Mark Nagy writes a book just on the Jeremy Pruitt era because it's it's 
insane. You could. You certainly could. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the I don't know what it means. They had code words to get into a parking garage. Why do you need code words? I guess the person there, like, taking up the money. Couldn't. They, but they knew what was happening. Couldn't they just roll up and be like, I'm in? It's not like, what did you tell them to get the code? I, I just don't understand the correlation. Like, you just tell the guy to let Landon Raby in when he comes up and gives you the name and you let him in. I don't know. Why did they need code? The code words were the code names. Some of them made zero sense. Some of them were just phenomenal. Oh, yeah. I think that's awesome. Like, they had a different code word for each game. Each game. Yeah. Some people were like, what does this mean? I'm like, it's pretty obvious what it means, guys. Yeah. But it wasn't the 2020 schedule all in its entirety. So I don't, we're missing, we're clearly missing some. Hmm. Um, Because someone said it was a 2020 schedule. We didn't play BYU in 2020. Interesting. Um, Bring down BYU too. Like, what does that mean? Well, um, they brought us down. I guess it would have been the 2019 schedule. So maybe that's what they said. Sorry. Yeah, it would have been the 2019 schedule. Except I guess they ran out. I don't know who we played after noon at Neyland, but you know why I'm here, which again is kind of, it's not really a code word um, or codes. Like that's just what probably what they should have said originally every time. Also, I'm, th- I'm thinking that poor old guy that's sitting there at the gate and like some, you know, 16 year old rolls down the window. He's like, you know, why I'm here. I bet he's thinking like, what a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah. And I mean, again, I, I'm trying to imagine the staffer walking up to him. And he's like to the same old man who probably don't want to be there anyways. Right. He's like, Hey, we got a good one this week. Okay. Tells it to him, and the guy immediately forgets. <laughs> <laughs> Black Hawk down. It's forty dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Black Hawk down. That sounds great. Movie. Good. Yeah. Forty dollars. Forty dollars. And by the way, that's not the real number. You could never park near yeah. campus for forty dollars. <laughs> yeah, he's like Black Hawk down. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Didn't even hear. Him. <laughs> uh, but the Vol Navy don't need no anchor. That's, also, the Vol Navy don't need no is just a great way to use that. Vol Navy, the Vol Navy don't need no anchor is all time. Also, Jeremy Pruitt, no way he came up with those code words. Or, the, or it's an all time cover. Up. Don't need no. But Pruitt doesn't want to be involved, so it's good that it looks like he's not. Yeah, it's a, it's a cover up. Yeah, for sure. They're like they'll never think I said this. Don't need no really does look like Jeremy Pruitt though. He kind of should have done asparagus. <laughs> Fair point. Yeah, no, it's uh, the stuff. Keep writing the articles. Um, the fact that we got a, a Walter Nolan story was was pretty good. Also, they had him in town. Did I understand it correctly? They had him in town while they were at Georgia. I did not read the article. All I knew was. It was before he lived in Knoxville. Right. It sounded like we had him in the week he was that the team was at Georgia. No, that because it said a, t- a player hosted him. Never mind. So I must have read incorrectly. Okay. The player also admit, like told the I don't know why the player needed to be like, they gave me $250. Oh yeah, and I bought weed and cigars with it. I think you could have just told him they gave me $250, but I don't think you needed to completely <laughs> throw it all out there. <laughs> They could have been fine. Yeah, they gave you the money and you went and blew it on weed. And <laughs> <laughs> They're like, uh, did, did 
did the recruit smoke? Yeah. He's like, no. Yeah, I mean, they're like, I take just, him to Ruth Chris, and the guy <laughs> went, immediately went and bought weed. <laughs> uh, I mean, that era, it had to be fun to be on those teams, man, to just see all of this happening. I want to know who the player was. I'd like to know as well. I think that'd be fun. You can come on the podcast and we'll do that like documentary anonymous voice with you. Yes. That'd be cool. We'll we'll voice over you, don't worry. Yeah. They'll only see your welcome. face. Welcome. You're welcome on anytime. <laughs> do They'll what? only see your face. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And you'll wear your jersey. Yeah. So they can easily identify right. you. That's it. No big deal. We um, use code words too. 100 percent Yeah. 100 <clears throat> percent We should come up with code words for the tailgates. Okay. Ooh, to like get in, like to to get in, (laughs) (laughs) to get in. (laughs) We also like have no way to control entering. It's like either. (laughs) Who do you know here? Black Hawk Down. Nope, that was last week. Try again. (laughs) It's Black Hawk. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we do. We just do different variations of Black Hawk Down. (laughs) Yeah. I love tangents. There's so much. Yeah. Yeah, Tennessee landed a five star. Got some. Uh... <laughs> are we still on? Or are you like? Is that your move on? Is that your? Transition? Yeah, yeah. I'm just moving on. Okay. But uh, but a little bit. So you do have Edwin Spillman, who is a four star linebacker that is set to commit tomorrow uh, between Tennessee and Ohio State. His brother is currently enrolled at Tennessee. Um, Nate Spillman, wide receiver, and uh, Tennessee kids. So definitely want to land that one. You got Kai Bates out of Louisiana. Um, four-star cornerback who will commit on the 26th. Looks like it's between Tennessee and LSU. And then Amari Jefferson will uh, make his decision August 5th, and that will be um, between Tennessee and Alabama. Another in-state kid, want to get that one. Um, Those are a couple big programs to beat out, yeah. too, which would be make it that much yep. bigger. Yep, yep, yep. Let's get it. Let's do it. Let's finish out July strong. Let's let's get into fall camp on a real happy. Oh day. yeah. Well, that's the thing with like I've noticed with, and maybe it's just, of course, you win eleven games, but it just seems like the the three guys that they took, Jacob Warren, Joe Milton, Amari Thomas, represented well. Number one, but they just it just seems like these guys are just having a great time just being a part of this program. Would you love to see? Yep. I don't know if that's always been the case. <laughs> so I mean, they were buying weed for some players. They had to have some fun. Oh, yeah. Part of that yeah. It wasn't fun getting blown out by Kentucky. But you had a way to completely forget it if you wanted to. I'm just probably, <laughs> I mean, maybe not like A&M where you smoke in the locker room after, but like very soon you could. Yeah, it's like. Guys, we still got the number one recruiting class. <laughs> <laughs> that A&M story has been kind of blown over. There were guys that got caught smoking weed in the locker room. Yeah. It's not like – if I found out there were 19-year-old kids like drinking after the game in the locker room, that wouldn't shock me. And I wouldn't be like, you're really dumb because you can hide alcohol fairly – you can't really hide weed. Yeah, who brought it in? Because <clears throat> we didn't have like an OBJ that was just going to come and like throw <laughs> cash and stuff like that. So. No. No. I mean, it, they'd probably got better weed if it wasn't for Niedermeyer's wife just spending all the money. <laughs> Are they together still? No, they're not. Okay, so she's probably like, that's what so we hex. need. We need we need her to start tweeting. Like, 
He didn't. Let's he get never, her on the podcast. He never bought me anything. Like we need to really beef this story up. We know that mo- what that money was used for, but we need we need to hear from the horse's mouth. Yeah, <clears throat> he was only worried about getting commitments and not making a commitment to her. New headline. We wrote the next headline for you, Mike Wilson. There you go. <laughs> um. All right, SEC media days. Yeah. Speaking of all this, Lane Kiffin's take, they're always dumb, was phenomenal today. About NIL? <clears throat> that one. But the one where he was, like, talking about Tennessee's punishment. Oh, yeah. And he said he heard Josh Heupel was ecstatic, excited something. Um, I just – you can't – you're at Ole Miss, who has – every time they're good, they've gotten caught doing something. Every time. You left violations at USC and Tennessee. You went to Alabama, where Pruitt was from. I'm just, it's just real rich. It's it's so rich. Well, and like Lane, like, you're kind of responsible. <laughs> I know you're not responsible for what Jeremy Pruitt did, but like, we don't hire Jeremy Pruitt if it wasn't for your dumb ass, so. I mean, that's a long stretch to get there, but I like the take. <laughs> we can work that timeline for yeah. sure. I mean, this is just a snowball effect, and we're, it's finally getting to the bottom of the hill. Yes, I, I agree. And um, and then, yeah, his take about cheating, just that NIL legalized cheating. I mean, are we going to pretend that this wasn't – is that just – are you trolling or are you trying to convince – are you really trying to convince people? That's what I want to know. And I like to lean that he's trolling, but you also never know with Lane. But yeah. is he trying to convince a population of people that this there was not money in athletics? It was amateurism at its finest in SEC football before NIL came along. Right. Just tell me. Also, uh, speaking of weed and alcohol, I mean, that dude looks like he's been on a bender. Um, Lane Kiffin and Morgan Wallen, the girls they hooked up with this week, are, uh, the Venn diagram of them is just a circle. Yeah. Like they've both just been running through Broadway. Yeah, it's <laughs> they're they're like try to see how many like times they can be Eskimo brothers. Yeah, like they're both gonna get the same text in uh you know the next six weeks that lets them know that they're a dad. Yeah, they're just gonna start a group chat with all <laughs> <Yeah>. of them. <laughs> yes. They'll hey, be in the same do- they'll be the, the same doctor's office soon taking yeah. paternity test. Yeah. Um it was one of the two. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if he went went to his hotel this morning. Like he might have just walked out of Jason Aldean's Sundown Town and gone to the SEC Media Days. He kind of looked like um, that's not the name of Jason Aldean's saloon, by the way. But I feel like for this week, it had to be said. He looks like he was at like a bachelor party, got arrested, spent the night at a drunk tank, and like went 100%. to SEC Media Days after that. Uh, those guys that showed up to the NASCAR racetrack or whatever NASCAR, the go kart track we went to in Vegas were in a lot better shape than Lane Kiffin this morning. And one dude ran through the barrier. He was so drunk on a turn, just bad. Yeah, that's ex- that's exactly what he looked like. And, and yeah. he may have been with a bachelor party for all we know. Yeah, maybe. If you party with Lane Kiffin last night, come on the pod right now. Call in. Which I guess, like, if we're being Dylan, if, get down to Broadway right now, see if Lane Kiffin's at a bar at the moment. If you're a bachelor party <clears throat> and like you have a bunch of like young, like 
I guess, younger single guys. I guess the best place to have a bachelor party would be in Nashville because there's so many bachelorette parties, right? I mean, I know people who've been in Nashville for bachelor parties and they loved it. But yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to do that, but... Hey, don't ask for Lane Kevin. Ask for Joey Freshwater. You'll you'll get farther, Dylan. Yeah. He, there's no way he's going by that name. So <laughs> you're good. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what a Nashville bachelor party would look like. I imagine it would be really like sweaty and condensed. Every bar you're in, you're just nut to butt. Oh, um, paying yeah, covers. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But th- there's one common thing <laughs> with SEC Media Days um, that the Tennessee players, all three mention. That was when the East. They all, they all three mentioned it. Win the East. We're capable of winning the East. I like that. Get to the ATL, baby. That's the final goal. Yeah. I mean, and they, they try to get it out of Joe Milton. They're like, so does that mean, like, you beat Georgia? And he was like, whatever happens, we just got to win the East. So, I like the mentality. And, I mean, you know, stark difference between some former coaches and, and what Heupel said. He's like, this is Tennessee. Our goal is to win championships. Um, he did mention there was an S in there, so two S's. Um, it was plural. And I, I don't know if that means, you know, win this year and next year uh, or win multiple in a year, which I would like that too. Yeah, either way. But I, I just – I like that, like you said, they're not shying away from the goals they set. Mm-hmm. And I like that. And I don't – and I'm like, I'm okay with – I'm okay with the train of thought of being like, it's not our only focus. Like, that's fine. You have other focuses. Like, you're going to be thinking – get you know these certain mile markers get there get there but at the end of the day you you play to win the game your goal is to play in atlanta your goal is to be in a college football player like that at at any team that's their goal and don't shy away from that fact and they've heard this whole team has heard all this offseason hey just try to finish second you're gonna finish second um in the east like georgia's a different monster than you they've heard it all offseason And I'm not saying they're going to beat Georgia because if I'm picking right now, I'm probably going to pick Georgia. I think that's a I, safe I, I'm picking Georgia. I mean, um, but but they've heard it. You know, Mari Thomas mentioned that. You know about the the defense. Like that's all they've heard is you know the only reason why Tennessee won last year is because the offense. You know, s- scored way more points than <laughs> which you know, is they probably true. Uh, they oh, couldn't stop it more than the other team. Yeah, which is true. That that is why they won games, right? Um, you know, they they couldn't stop South Carolina. They couldn't get to the quarterback. And, you know, and he was like, yeah, "We've we've heard all that, and yeah. you know, we're ready to take the next step." And you know, there there's talent on this defense, and there is. So you know, they've heard kind of the the chatter this off season. I like how they're kind of like. Hey, focus is on the the season. Like we're ready for Virginia. We're ready to start talking about Virginia. We don't care how far Joe Milton can throw an orange. Um, we just are worried. But about, it is far, by the way. It is pretty far. Yeah. Um, I mean, I watched his, and I watched his with Cole Kublik. Um, I mean, everybody had a question about like, <laughs> hey, how far can you throw this? How far can you throw that? As Joey Halsley got on Which, to you about throwing random objects, and he was like, "To yes. be fair, <laughs> we talked about this. If I had the talent of being able to throw things far, I would do it all the time. 
Oh, yeah. That's just a guy thing. Do you remember one time we were out on a boat and we just tried to see how far we could throw things to see if we could get to the shore? Well, the, yeah. <laughs> That's just a guy thing to do. Yeah. Also, like, football doesn't work out. Dude, perfect. Got a perfect <laughs> candidate for you. Correct. Um, and I'm not saying the goal is to come in second by any means, but be in a position to come in second. Like, when you go down and play Georgia, like, winner goes to Atlanta, loser comes in second. Like, be in a position to be in second. And that that you put yourself in that position this year, you had a chance that was to win the East, and you know you didn't get it done. And so, yeah, that hopefully that's motivation. Hopefully, it's motivation that hey, no one's picking you to win. Yeah, but there is one good thing going for for Tennessee this year, and that's that game's in Neyland, baby. It's very true. It is. So let's well, let's prove uh what. His name right. How about that? And his teammates wrong. What do you think about Hypo and his Texas comment? Love it. I mean, that's an Oklahoma guy number one. Um, so he's already got like they. You don't have to build up that UT versus UT hate. The which shade of orange is right? You knew he hated him. Um, we're good there. And then I, I think he just. I think he. He's a he's a better when he decides to troll. He's a way better troll than Lane Kiffin could ever dream of being. Yeah. He's got some good comments in press conferences. I think uh, this year he was asked about an injury. And uh, he just – I think Wes Rucker had tweeted something out that day. Like, I can tell you what Josh Hype was going to say right now. And he just said, ask Wes. Um, <laughs> so, like, he he's he's aware of what's going on. He, uh, he knows the buttons to press. He's just not as much of a douche about it. Yeah. Which did you – okay, speaking yeah, of – Did you see someone take my troll credit today? Do you see that text no. I sent you? Don't, we're not going to talk about it. Me? Don't don't like read it out loud. I'm, I'm just trying to stay, you know, TA, Troll Anonymous. But, yeah, someone tried to take my credit. And I can't have access to said account to prove that it's mine. But it is. Oh. Uh, I was like, why would you even lie about that? Piss me off. Whatever. I don't need credit. I just don't want others taking credit. That's it. That's it. What do you want me to do about it? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, uh, no, you weren't. I didn't want to comment that on there. Yeah. Again, TA, TA. Yeah. I do love how <laughs> I saw some stuff like, why are these, why are we taking Jacob Warren? Why are we taking Amari Thomas? And I thought those two guys were, number one, were big Amari Thomas fans who came on the pod. 100%. Um, also, like, Two Tennessee guys, number one. Two guys that were here and stuck it out. And then obviously you're going to take your quarterback. But, you know, I, I think that's that's big for people to represent your program when they've been at the bottom. And now they're here reaping the benefits because they stuck it out. Yeah, and I think, too, like Jacob War- Amari doesn't really come as a surprise for me. Jacob Warren a little bit, but uh, it's also like he's clearly a leader in that locker room. So, And, dude, he – I mean – it does make sense, and, and I like for the reasons you listed as well, for sure. Yeah, and Jacob Warren, I mean, dude's a a speaker. <clears throat> he did yeah. he did a really good job. So, yeah, I I like. I mean, and, and they're three starters, three multiple or I guess multiple year starters. You want to count Joe? You're you're going to take your quarterback if you have yeah. a if you have clear, a if you have clear a clear cut. Yeah, QB one, you're going to take them. Um, 
but yeah, Jacob Warren is a huge part of this offense. Going to be even a bigger role because Princeton Fan has gone on, um, and then Mari Thomas is kind of the anchor of that defense. So I he's like not it. gone. He's just not. He graduated. He's not gone on. And that makes it sound like he passed away. Oh, he's sorry. still with us. Gone on to the next level. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just wanted to clear that up, guys. We're... <laughs> yeah. I mean, golly. Landon's out here just cursing people. Breaking news. <laughs> um, sorry to distract you. Oh, you're good. Um, also, Joe Milton confirmed he can throw a football 90 yards. At least 90 yards. Yeah. He said it starts with a nine. That's could be nine hundred. We don't know. It could be nine yards, just nine. <laughs> <laughs> He's been working on touch too much. Yeah, yeah. Actually, he just throws it straight up in there. Do we know? Like maybe Nissan Fields a little bit longer. Maybe that's why we're playing there first. Mm. Give him a little more room to work. Yeah, or smaller stadium. Maybe you can throw it out. I'm okay. I get it, Joey Hosley. You don't want him throwing as far as he can, random objects. But can we please just get a video before the season starts of him trying to throw the ball outside of, out of Neyland? Please. Yeah. That's all I want. And then put we'll that arm, it. put that golden arm on ice, baby. Let Joe come on the podcast. We'll come down and interview you. We'll do it. Yeah. And yeah. and we're we're no longer ideas, guys. We have made breaking news now. Well, sort of breaking news now. Me and Landon are no longer ideas, guys. We officially got Xander Seacrest an IL deal with uh, Big League Chew. Yeah. That has officially happened. Congratulations, Xander Seacrest. We are in And NIL Big League Chew. Yes. We are on um, the forefront for the athletes. So, yeah. 100%. I will take my – Xander, I know you're listening. I will take my agent cut of 10% of the gum you make. Okay. I just want 10% of the gum. I like. I would like to see him on the co- like the cover of his own gum. Uh, I like that. In just like a, you know, how it's kind of animated. Yep. Like him throwing yep. from the left hand side. Yeah, I think that'd be sick. Clip this. I'll I'll send it to Big League Chew. They're on my. They're in my contacts list now. So. Okay. Yeah. Y'all are, yeah. y'all are buds. Yep. I mean, there's no one can take credit for that. There's evidence that I did it. Yeah. Except Xander. I guess he could take some of the credit. <laughs> Yeah, because he chews gum and pitches a ball really well. So, yeah. Yeah. I guess he gets that. Whatever. But, yeah, that's a big step for us. No longer ideas, guys. That took, yeah. what, a year to make happen? It was close yeah. to this time last year when we said we'd make it happen. Mm-hmm. But it happened. That's the point. It did happen, yeah. Um, forget where we were at. Oh, we're talking about Joe Milton and his freaking game. Joe Milton. Yeah. Yeah. How I want to watch him throw a ball. Well, it's like, yeah. I feel like people are kind of doubting him a little bit. Like, I've seen the hype, but I've also seen doubt. Like, he hasn't been good other than that Clemson game. And I guess that's fair. But, and a lot of people are like, well, he was a one trick pony at Michigan. He's a one trick pony at Tennessee. Well, I mean, are we not. Forgetting about Jalen Hyde, he was kind of the same way, and this staff and this scheme kind of made the most out of his ability. You know, brought the most out of him. Yeah. I mean, I I think there's some hesitation from my end with Joe a little bit because we've really only seen him for two games. Um, One of those games, though, was just bad weather for any quarterback to play in. Um, But, I mean, I – 
I, like the situation he's in of, hey, let's uh, let's find a way to take some off the ball. Like that's a good situation to be in. And I think he's, I think he's worked. Like it's Clemson, he's done. Like he's worked on it. Like it's, there's progress there. And now we're talking about we're almost seven months removed from Clemson. Yeah. Eight months removed from Clemson. It was just a confidence thing. He didn't just stop working. Yeah, it was just a confidence <laughs> thing. It's He's had the all the talent in the world forever. I mean, he was a, a four-star quarterback. He's he's always had the talent. Um, it, I think he just lacked confidence. I think when he got here, even he mentioned it, it took him like a year and a half to get comfortable in this system. And that's all that is, is confidence. Yeah, no, I like where I like where yeah, I think he was poised. He he didn't seem like he was lacking any confidence today at SEC Media Days. I don't know how you can. You're you're six four. You have sweet dreads, and you can throw the ball. And you really got far. you got new teeth. You got new teeth. Oh, he had that for him. that chain on. Um, yeah, dude was looking spiffy. He had a dope Mark Nelson yeah. suit on. Shout out. No, no yeah, free shout outs. No, no shout out. Redact, redacted. Yeah. Take that out. We'll edit it. Um, that's kind of all I have for SC Media. It's not a lot. Um, but I Yeah, I'll go back and watch. Yeah. See maybe. Not a lot of great stuff. I do want to mention Tennessee's not new jerseys, but new type of uniform. <laughs> they, they, that's it. Yeah, just their uniforms. Mention yeah. their uniforms. Do you like the the arm sleeve and the gloves? I so like obviously again, you know, traveling, uh, very little on Twitter. So I saw them when you tweeted out because I commented back. I did not realize like I didn't take a good look at them. Yeah, they're really sweet. I didn't see the te- the small tees yeah. on the sleeves. Yeah, it's really cool. For sure, I the details, baby, and we get orange. Like I don't know, no program that is sponsored by nike adidas whatever it's sponsored by them should be in plain white or plain black yes agreed so that's the thing i'm most excited for a little orange on the cleats um i guess it's just a new nike uniform which looks similar to the rest but um do love the design for the the arm sleeve and the gloves and um also, uh, the cat in the photo shoot. Yeah, who was? I saw someone sent me a TikTok. I haven't watched it yet. Who's Omar cat Norman Lotz. Cat. Yeah. Okay. Big. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not the cat. Cat looked great. Cat looked like it's yeah. in great shape. Yeah, definitely a vol. Vol cat. Love it. Well, not the vol cat, <laughs> but. We'll give we'll give Austin a year to be a Volcat before he makes his transition full transition to a volunteer. Yeah, how about that? I mean, I, that seems like a good. Compromise. I feel like it's only a matter of time before he gets buried by one of us. Like I literally buried a Kentucky fan on Twitter this week. Did he ever? He did not. No, he stuck to it. Wow! Oh, credit to him for sticking to it. I mean, you did get just absolutely verbally <laughs> abused, but <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll give you credit for sticking yeah. to it. I do. Um, before we move on to the home game, home game announcement. Club. Um, make sure you follow the link. Dylan's gonna tweet that. Uh, 
be become a member. It's time. We talked about recruiting a lot early on in this podcast. Um, student athletes, they, they look at NIL opportunities. They look at what, what can they do for themselves and their families, whatever it may be, um, because they can make money now. And just like every, you know, red blooded American, they want to make money and volunteer, like volunteer, the volunteer club, uh, really does matter. $5 a month. You can get in for $5 a month. You can give more than that though. And if you can do it, but as little as $5 a month, they have awesome opportunities for, for their members, um, tailgates, other events, uh, potentially to meet the players, merch. Um, you get discounts on merch, on merch, uh, tons of stuff to do. So make sure you go follow them on all your, uh, social medias, Instagram, Twitter, whatever you got. Yeah. Do do that. Sign up today. Sign up right now with our link. Yep. Do it. Um, and before we get into that, I got one more ad for you. So check out our good friends at Knoxville Tours. They have tours you don't want to miss. If you give them a call today at 865-688-6232 and mention more important issues, you'll get an exclusive offer on their five-day MLB tour. The offer will include four nights in Cincinnati, or four nights, one in Cincinnati, three in Chicago. Um, that's going to be a Reds game. That's going to be two Chicago Cubs games, a White Sox game. Um, it includes stadium tours, uh, game tickets, a city tour, and much more. Give them a call today at 865-688-6232 for more details on their August 4th through 8th Motor Coach Tour. That's coming up, so don't miss that. Do they get to tour Wrigley? Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's sick. You got to go. Yeah. If you haven't signed up yet, go sign up right now. That's that's awesome. Go Cubs. Um. All right. First home game announced, and it's a good one. Yeah. I, I would love nothing more if noon – what they say, Neyland at noon? Yeah. Ne- noon Neyland, if that died. No more noon games in Neyland? I would love nothing more. Agreed. If you play at noon, you should have to play at John Tarleton. <laughs> It'll go along with a lot of the officials we've had in Neyland recently. Um, five o'clock is kind of a weird time, but honestly, that's kind of, I feel like for this game, it's perfect. Like seven o'clock kind of sucks for these games, Austin Peay's who we're playing. For games like that, five o'clock seems perfect. Like you're gonna get out, you're gonna be home by ten thirty. Yeah, but you're also gonna get a full day, a full day of tailgating. Come tailgate with us. So I'm into it. I like this five o'clock start. Yeah, I I can't wait. Uh, I think it's gonna be a blast, and you get to usually don't get to kick off your first, or you haven't in the past couple years got to kick off your first game um, with a tailgate. So, which we will, but all time because we'll be. In Nashville, but we're gonna wait. We're not right. tailgating, probably. First home, yeah. First home, first home game. game, yeah, yeah. Because they've been doing the freaking Thursday crap. Yeah, that's just tough. Yeah, don't like that. But we are, we're good. We're good now. It's uh, we at least get to do Neyland the first time we do Neyland this year. It's uh, five p.m., so it won't be, it won't be a breakfast. T- well, we might eat breakfast at the tailgate, but not as a as a group. Um, it's gonna be fun though. It's 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 like I said, five five o'clock's perfect. You go eat lunch before you, or you can eat with us. Go eat lunch before you come. Stroll down. It's a couple hours tailgate. Walk right over to the stadium. Get out. Back home by 1030. I mean, that just sounds yeah, like. Yeah, hopefully running clock by then. Yeah. That sounds like the perfect Saturday in the fall to me. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I, I can't wait for that. I was 
I mean, you're gonna get to you're gonna you're gonna get to see Nico play that day for sure. If you don't oh, see him yeah. before, you're gonna see Nico yeah, play. 100%. Come, come, yeah, come ready to come, come ready to come. Um, I was gonna say something else. Oh, I was I was 100 percent sure it was gonna be an end game. 100%. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm you're like, well, it's they're streaming. It's not even on TV. Who cares? Who cares? Go to the game. Yeah, you, you can watch it, or you come to the game. Yeah, that'll be one of the few games in Neyland that it will be affordable this year. Yeah, so I saw someone post that tickets for A and M were already up to two fifty. Uh, I looked at Georgia today. The cheapest ticket I saw was like four hundred eighty five dollars. Dumb. Shout out season tickets, baby. Mm-hmm. I do. Have they sent season tickets yet? No, that wasn't what. I, no, that wasn't what I was worried about. I was about to say I checked the other day and I couldn't like find my receipt, but that wasn't the tickets I was worried about. So we're good. All right, um, SEC coaches. Talking about that, can we get paper tickets, please? Yeah, we need paper tickets back. Okay, yeah, just wanted to get that on the get that on the record. Yeah, um, I mean, <clears throat> save the trees, but that's a tree I'll sacrifice. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm 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 with you. Save them all, but yeah. not the ones that get to be used for my season tickets. Correct. Not those. Make them plastic. Just put more plastics <laughs> into this planet. Who cares? Okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Make that. Make, what do they call it? Like garbage island out in the Pacific? Make mm-hmm. it bigger. Or yeah, just just give me something that is obtainable. Honestly, don't they say the ocean is rising? So we should be building another island? Like garbage island would be perfect to live on. We're saving. We're saving humanity. Hell yeah. <laughs> into that. Rock on, and that's how we would survive in the wilderness. Um, these coaches, I don't know if I know for a fact Jimbo Fisher isn't that smart because he hired a great coordinator and play caller, and sounds like he's definitely not calling plays this year. Yeah, which is very strange for you to just like be a offensive guru, and then you just like, yeah, yeah, I'm out, hundred percent. Whatever. Um, and, and we'll start with Jimbo since I mentioned him. And kind of like last week where he really kind of stayed in the second tier. He's a national championship winning coach, but he stayed in, and that's why he stayed in the second tier. Similar for that reason, he would have been in the second tier for me. You know, if you if you live a good portion of your life in the state of Florida, I gotta think you can survive just about anything. Um, I mean, there are they have tons of animals that will eat you. But that dude's soft as Charmin. He's originally from West Virginia, right? So he's probably been in the mines a little bit. Wow. He might stay in the second tier. No, no, I think I'm going lower. He's he's I bet that house, hundred million dollars. I bet he's I bet he's been living a cushy life since moving from Florida. Okay. He didn't have to worry about the Texas heat. He's got a good AC unit. Uh he didn't even finance it, which, you know, isn't fair to land him. But yeah, I I think he's third tier for me. I don't think he can I don't think he can cut it. Okay. Yeah, I'm cool with that. So we're just going the. We can go down the list now, but I okay. mentioned Jimbo. I thought it was fair to start with him. Okay. Um, we'll start with Nick Saban, and I know he's old and brittle now, but he does have a new hip as of recently. Um, he's from West Virginia as well. Uh, he's really short, but you know he's still gotten to where he's at. I think he's first tier for me. I think he's a Boy Scout type dude. Like he's always prepared. He's a. Uh, He's kind of been like as a short guy, I know, like you're kind of always living in the wilderness a little bit. 
to an extent. Um, so I, I think he could do it. I, I really do. Yeah, he, he's got the hat. He's not going to get sunburned the first day. So yeah, he probably yeah. even has sunscreen. Nothing else but sunscreen for sure. Or he knows how to make it. Yeah, I was about to say like his his healthcare plan is probably so insane where he doesn't need to use like sunscreen or moisturizer <laughs> or anything. And and he also has the thought of like. I think he does love his wife the way he talks, but he has that thought of like, if I don't come home from this, like she's going to kill me a second time and dying once sucks. I, I don't know what, want to know what dying sounds like. <laughs> and so he has that thought in his head too. Okay. So I think he's first year. Uh, Kirby smart. I've got to go second tier for him. I don't know. Where are you at? Yeah, I think I'm at, Second tier, he did play defense in the SEC, so I think as a white guy, that should count for something. Um, he played defensive back too, so right, like that's gritty. Yeah, like it's gritty enough for anyone. White dude doing it, that's grit. Yeah, but you still have a come over, so I just no, he just has a bowl cut, doesn't he? But does he have a come? But does he have a come over bowl cut? Yeah, it's like okay, swooshy. He's got Bama banks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I I do think he has that grit. But yeah, he's a cushy guy. He apparently, I mean, he did some story that he talked about how his uh, his wife essentially gives him an allowance. So, like, he's probably grinding pretty often, you know, when he runs out on the recruiting trail. Um, nice. Yeah, so I, I think Congrats, there is some grit. <laughs> You're right. I think there is some grit to him, but uh, I don't know if it's first-tier grit. I don't think it's Nick Saban-level grit. Yeah. He, he will, like, say people said he couldn't do it. And then it'll make him do it. Ah, sneak into the first tier. Oh my gosh. <laughs> or lying to himself. What are his inner thoughts on like day 13 sleeping under a tree? Yeah. Mm. I don't I don't know. I think I'm gonna stay second tier. He looks too clean for me. Okay. I think I'm gonna stay yeah, second I, tier. I agree with that. Quit taking showers, Kirby. We'll talk. Yeah. Uh, Josh Heupel. This is unbiased for me. Completely unbiased. He's tier one. He grew up in South Dakota. South Dakota? One yeah, of the South Dakotas. Dakota. It doesn't matter. Yep. He grew up in Dakota. Um, <laughs> he went to college Dakota. for a year in Utah at a place called Snow College. He has... Oh, yeah. He's played, been the Juco route. He's played under Mike Leach, so he's probably heard about every animal that you have to fear in the wild. Yeah. he. This is a gritty guy. This is a gritty guy. He he knows what it takes. Um, he's obviously can make something out of nothing. We we've seen. I mean, Tennessee. We're going to be called the Phoenix soon. Rise from ashes. He he knows how to get. I, I trust Josh Heupel with my life. I would go in the wilderness with him for forty days. It's Josh Heupel. He's tier one. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, just uh, left handed too. I don't know how that helps but well the animal attacking him would obviously think he's right-handed but this is yes. one of the few percentages that yeah. he catches that clean. The, yeah. yeah just just catching him off guard yeah yeah that bear's not gonna know it hit him for sure um brian kelly brian kelly is definitely bottom tier bottom tier he uh he's gonna go in first day real excited you know he's gonna act like he knows what he's doing um probably change his accent according to the environment and then try to work with that um, but the problem is, is he does not have some random kid to sacrifice out in the wild like he did at Notre Dame. So he's tier three, easy. 
Uh, you know, give it like five years living in Louisiana, living in Baton Rouge, Baton Rouge. He, he may figure it out. He might get up to tier two, but I think he's tier three. Yeah, the the guy played at Assumption in 1979 through 1982. Um, what is what is? I don't know what that is. It was a club. It has okay. club in parentheses, so it wouldn't even like sanction. So okay, um, that There's gives me bit. like I think there might be some grit to that though. I think it, I think it's more of like a lacrosse vibe. Like okay, a, like a country club. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, like they play like seven man football. They they don't. It's too in touch or something like that. That's okay. That's the vibes it gives me. I, th- I think he's tier three. Yeah, I, I I like that tier three for him. Yeah, he, he's been up north too too long. Yeah. Um. Hugh Freeze. Definitely bottom. Bottom tier. Um. And and you know I mean maybe he goes like the Jesus route. He is a he he claims to be a religious man. Um. I mean he saved a lot of prostitutes according to his own records. Um, that's why he had their phone numbers, you know, just checking in on them and their families. Um, so maybe, you know, p- prayer is powerful, but, uh, my problem is I think maybe he might lean on prayer too much, maybe forget to eat. Um, I don't know if he's got the grit. Um, yeah, I think he's third tier. Yeah. I mean, he was born in Oxford, Mississippi and he went to, he coached at Liberty. He coached at Ole Miss. He coached at Auburn. Yeah, he coached at Briarcrest <clears throat> Christian. You know, no yeah, offense to Amari Small and, and Amari Thomas, but um, he was just he meant was, to wear a bow tie and a blazer. Yeah, and like he his his character is played by Derek Dooley too in the in the remake of Michael Orr's Life. Yeah, is it not shocking how much that guy kind of looks like Derek Dooley? He I don't know the actor's name. Like. Yeah, no, I don't think he can cut it. This next one though, I, th- I think he's I think he's tier one for me. Have we done any second tiers? Kirby, that's right. I was like, we might need to we might need to find middle ground here. Um, so I guess first tier is like they get out clean. Second tier, they may get out clean, but there's a chance they die. Third tier is dying for sure, right? Yeah. Is that how we're doing this? Okay. Like first couple days. Yeah, yeah, they're out. Uh, third or my my this, this guy's kind of an interesting one because I think. Sometimes you look at him and you're like, I don't know if there's enough food to feed him. But for me, like, I, I think he's at least second tier. He might even be first. It's Sam Pittman. He's so let me get your thoughts because I'm borderline for him. I mean, he works with a, a dude named Tusk. That yeah. tells me he might know how to do it. Yeah. And like him just being an offensive lineman coach, that's that's the grid I need. He's been um, nasty his whole life. Yeah. Also, like he has reserves where he probably doesn't have to eat for a while. Good, and good can point. Just- survive off what he's And he's pretty eating. tan too, right? So like the sun's not going to affect him. No, no. He's got gray skin. Yeah. <laughs> so what so are you you're talking to your where you have him? Um I I'm I'm tier 2. I tier just two. think yeah, I don't think he can make 40 days, but I, I do okay. think he can make maybe like 10 or 15. And he might make forty. I feel like tier two. He's got to have a. He's got to have a slim. See, we're we're saying. I'm saying Nick and Josh. They're coming out clean. Yeah, Pittman's got a chance. I think. Yeah, if he was in a little bit better shape, I think he. Might well, he's got all the time. One. He's got forty days to do it. Yeah, I think he's going to need a little <laughs> bit more than forty days to get in shape. I I don't I, I don't know, man. He he knows how to call the hogs too. That's big. You get you get food. You get you get first service food at that point. Call them the hogs. There should be a, there should be an awesome picture somehow of like a vintage T-shirt of Sam Pittman riding a hog. That'd be good. 
Or Hog Rod and Sam Pittman, I guess, either one. You missed it last night. Amanda called the Hogs. I think, Dylan, did she say a Woo Pig Shooey? Is that what she said? Shooey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was awesome. <laughs> that, that was a, a good moment, for sure. But yeah, I'm going tier two. Okay, that's fine. I, I, I'm good with tier two on him. Yeah, because um, I'm not. Shoot. I'm not. I'm not saying he's for sure getting out. Yeah. Uh, this next one, it's an interesting one. I, I think maybe. Tier, I think maybe tier two is Lane Kiffin. Um, I mean, the man walked unscathed from an accident in Alexis and, and made it home in one piece. Um, got out of that clean. That that gives me some faith with him. But he is also a clean cut guy. But I think he survived Broadway last night. And that's big. That's a big deal. Man. I like he gives me Hugh Freeze vibes. Like he's just <laughs> USC, Florida Atlantic, Ole Miss, Bowtie. That's true. Yeah, um, he's 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 a silver spoon for quarterback sure. Quarterback at Fres- Fresno State for like a day. <laughs> oh yeah. But he was with the Raiders. He's just a Cali guy. I just don't know if he could handle like a tough terrain Cal- cali's got some tough terrain though man i don't know no, where he's been that's true I, I yeah i think he's too clean i think he's too clean you gotta find some grit man yeah, yeah. i agree with that third tier put him third tier um mark stoops those khakis are getting destroyed day one he's out he's third tier you think so He's similar to Kiffin, man. Kind of grew up in that in that community. Like he's he's not had a hard day in his life. I don't think he could do it. That's true. You got him second tier? What are you thinking? Let me let me hear your thoughts. I don't know. He played defensive back at Iowa. Okay. All right. That's interesting. He could cut the the khakis. Now they're pretty versatile. He's essentially got zip offs. That's a big deal when you're in the wilderness. Yeah, they're just Carter like Michael, pants. like Michael Scott. Shorts. Yeah, like my, you know, you just cut them <laughs> off, and now they're yeah. Um, so that's huge. Um, Michael Scott did leave day one though. Um, safety he does coach at Kroger Field, so maybe on. they can hook him up with an NIL deal to get him some food to hold him over. That they might even be able to fly it in. You know, you never know. Yeah, he's got he's got him on speed package. dial. Yeah, <laughs> you've talked me into. I I could not go tier one on him, but I could I could go tier two. Okay, we'll go to tier two. Okay. Uh, next one's kind of interesting. Shane Beamer. I'd love to go tier three. I think he's a I think he screams tier three. But he also just he he might just follow Nick Saban around the whole time and just do what he does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh he's that's what Kiffin would tr- that's what Kiffin would try to do, and then Saban might kill him. His positions at Virginia Tech were wide receiver, which I know he didn't play, um, <laughs> and a long snapper. Ooh. I think he's, that's tier three. Yeah, if he's a special teams guy, he probably just tries to get drunk day one and then dies. And, like, he's never had a hard day in his life either. He hadn't, no. Well, he did have to probably watch that Virginia Tech game with his dad where the game ended at 0-0. So that's pretty difficult. Yeah. Mm. I'm See, I don't I don't know if I don't know if he, he gets murdered by Saban because he's not as obnoxious as Kiffin. Whereas Saban turns around and just he kills Kiffin. And now they both have food for a few days. 
Yeah, I guess who who ends up being more annoying? Shane Beamer just talking about himself or Lane Kiffin just like trolling somebody? Lane Kiffin is definitely more annoying. Um, 100%. No doubt. In my wow, mind. that's all it takes. No doubt in my mind. Because um, for, for Beamer, I've talked about this because we unfortunately went through the same thing with Butch Jones. And it gets old when you lose. But at first, like, like – when he's your annoying asshole, like he's yours, like you, you know, you cheer for him. Um, Kiffin's just always just been insufferable. Like you want him to shut up, yeah. no matter what side he's on. Every like old Mish fan you talk about, they're like, I just wish he'd turn off Twitter. <laughs> Facts. I think I think Shane's got it. I, he'd be bottom for me, bottom tier two. He does love mayonnaise. A lot of that in the wilderness. Yeah. I'm going bottom tier two. Where are you at? Yeah. Final yeah. final bottom call. Tier. tier two? Okay. Um, this one, uh, easy for me. Billy Napier, not a great football coach, but the dude's from Cookville, Tennessee. He now lives in Florida. Um, he's lived in Arizona, Colorado. Louisiana. He has a buzz cut. Like, he's surviving in the wilderness. He's tier one. Yeah, I think so, too. He's got that, that voice. Like, yeah, he's definitely wrestled some animals. Yeah, he's he's probably the first thing he did in Florida. We know he's not recruiting hard. Um, is wrestling alligator. Yeah. <laughs> the very first thing. Um, yeah, easy first year. I, I like that. If you've met anyone from Cookville, you know exactly what we're talking about. Um, the next one for me, or the next one, Zach Arnett. Again, I don't know anything about him. Anything. He did Saint Coach under Leach. He's probably heard the same spiel Hypel has. He's kind of a bigger dude. Not big like uh, Pittman, but bigger. Like, stocky dude. I think he's got a chance. Do you know, Give me some information on him. Um, hmm. I know he played linebacker. Hold on. I'm pulling it up. Um, played linebacker at New Mexico. Tough terrain. Okay. Yeah, that is tough terrain for sure. Um, from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Okay, I've, I've driven through Albuquerque a few times. He's, th- only, he's only 36. So he's a younger guy, defensive guy. Um, coached under uh, Mike Leach. Yep. Also, his uh, record, his coaching record is 1-0. Big deal. That's a big deal. Yeah. Let's see, playing career. It was a two-sport athlete, football and baseball. Okay. Um, he entered scholarship for the football team. He excelled on the field and, the, and in the classroom during his college mm, career. Nerd. Earns, earning six forced fumbles and was first-team academic All-American. So this, this yeah, man – Yeah, kind of sounds like a he, – He knows how to use his head is what I got from yeah, that. I, I, Four, six fumbles. Can't get you so he, he, he put his hat on the football. Um, but also excel in the classroom. So, you know. I think he's tier two. I think he's a tier two guy. He's got a chance. Like you said, he, he knows how to use his head. But uh, Yeah, could could surprise you and finish it out. We just don't know enough. Yeah. He's a wild card. Go. Yeah, I like that. He's tier two. Uh, I don't know exactly where we're at because I definitely don't have all the names right here. Um, uh, I feel like we're – But Eli Drinkowitz – Easy third tier. I mean, easy third tier. I don't think that needs to be explained anymore. He couldn't cut it in the mountains of Appalachia. He's not going to cut it anywhere. No. Yeah. 
the well, okay, here here's I'm gonna give Dorkwiz a little bit of credit. Dude can read a compass. Can he? I don't know. I just assume he can. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this dude's this dude's gonna find uh civilization the, the fastest. Um uh, is he sneaky? Is he sneaky second tier? He's I, not for me, but for you, is he? Man. Um, I'm trying to read something about him. Raised in Alma, playing football. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't have anything. He was an all-conference and all-state selection and was named FCA Huddle Leader of the Year. What? Oh, he's he's stuck praying. He's stuck praying with you, Freeze. He's not making it anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> tier three. All right, tier three. Oh, man, tier three is full. <laughs> These tier two guys are going to be tier ones. They're having so much food. Clark Lee. That man's bald head's getting toasted day one. He's gonna be begging for Saban's hat. He's Gonzo. He played fullback. Oh wow! <laughs> tier two. <laughs> tier two. It was. You know why he's tier two and not tier one? Because he's a fullback. And if when at Vanderbilt at, Va- at Vanderbilt, okay. Uh, when when someone else in tier two starts starts going, he sacrifices himself for the better good. He lays it on the line for someone else. He's like, listen. I'm dying so you can live. I'm going to lead you through the next portion. He dies on like day 35 because he doesn't know you can go like two weeks without food. And he dies on day 35 and for someone else. He's tier two, but kind of also tier three because he's going to, he's, he might pull something stupid like running through a hole that's not there for someone else. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right, not, a great, not a great record, but yeah, I think it's tiered two because he's got that grit. He's, he's got yeah, a different grit to he, him. There's he, not he played fullback. There's he not did only fullback. play fullback for two years because he started as a baseball player um, in a at an NAI school. So there's okay. a little bit more grit to you. Did only play um, and then transferred to Belmont. Only played one year at Belmont and played in five games. And he was two for five with a strikeout. I don't know why that's in his. Wikipedia page, but that's hilarious. That is that is funny. And then um, with the fullback, how do you go from barely playing baseball at Belmont to fullback at Vanderbilt? I don't know, but I like it. Yeah, in the early two thousands, that's that's prime time SEC football. Even that's though something. It's Vanderbilt. Yeah, he. I'm shocked he's kind of a smart dude still because that sounds like just a haven for concussions. Yeah. Playing fullback in the early two thousands, and he's coached linebackers like his entire career okay all right yeah tier two he's got a chance yeah he's got a chance i don't know if i believe in him but he's got a chance we have anybody else no we got them all cool all right well let's make that that's our next idea uh sec coaches next media day instead of having talked to the media we will drop you off in a remote location and pick you back up in 40 days see who comes (laughs) out yeah (laughs) That'd be a fun van to drive. I think 40 hours would be like, I want to, I mean, obviously 40 days, like a lot of them are going to die. 
but <laughs> <laughs> but I think forty hours. Like I want to see who comes out like looking the worst. It's Kiffin. He was only out for like twelve hours last night, and he looked terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We'll do it. I could see Billy Napier and Clark Lee just like headbutting each other. <laughs> I don't know why. Fullback and Billy Napier just looks like somebody who would just headbutt somebody just so he can get a split down his forehead. Yeah. Like uh, Brian Cushing. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Um, all right. Where are we at? Um... Any, do we have any questions? Do we have any questions? Um, we did have a question, a couple questions this week. Hold on, let me get to those. All right, while Landon's doing that, I'm gonna tell you guys about some of our other friends. This is a big deal. We help you here. Rowback, some of the best polos on the planet. And we've got 20% off for you right now, and not just 20% off for Rowback. They also have an orange themed shirt. It looks great. We're working on something Tennessee-specific for you guys. An orange-themed shirt. Landon's got it. It looks great. I've got to order it now that I'm back home. 20% off if you use the code More Important Issues, all caps, More Important Issues. Go into roback.com right now. Use that code, More Important Issues. Get you the orange one or get you something else you like. It's for first-time users, so make sure you're using a new email address when you do this. And get that 20% off right now. Look good on the golf course. Look good at a dinner. Look good at brunch. Look good wherever you're going. And it can be, it doesn't even have to be polos. They got shorts, hoodies, shirts, joggers, um, a lot of stuff over there. So go, go check, go check out Roback and get that 20% off. Yeah. Do it right now. Um, we had one question. How many regular season football games will you see Tennessee play this year? We just have seven because of the Nashville game. If so, nine. Uh, yeah, I think that's right. So nine. So we won't we won't go to Kentucky, Alabama, and Missouri. Yeah, sounds right. Yeah, nine games. Yep, nine games. Nine games. Ten if we get to Atlanta. Yep. Well, I said regular. Uh. Oh. Okay. Uh, two more if we make it to the playoffs. There you go. Yeah. Let's just keep adding to it. How about that? Correct. Yeah, we'll play a exhibition game later on to the World Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, stupidity. Mine was, uh, what was mine? I read it off earlier. Mm, now I can't even remember. My phone's dead too, so I can't look at my screenshots. A lot of stupid people on Twitter. I love it. Um, I got Miranda Lambert. <laughs> uh, so if I had to get, read the story and then we'll talk. So she basically like stops her concert because people in like the front row were taking a selfie mm-hmm. with her. I'm like, dude, they paid a lot of money to see your dumbass. Yeah. Why are you upset? She called them out aggressively. Yeah. It's like. Also, what if that was like the first picture they took all night? I doubt I doubt it was, but what if it was? Yeah. How hilarious would that be? I'm just like, get over yourself. No wonder why Blake Shelton divorced your ass. So I saw her in concert 10 years ago, probably. Nine years ago. Um, I don't think she's all that good. And I love a lot of music anyways. Uh, that con- 
she did terrible. She was awful. She was hammered on stage. So she might have been again. Mm. Um, she was hammered. You could tell like visibly, like just miserable. Um, I don't think her music's all that good. So that made it worse. Uh, yeah, just overall bad concert. And they were probably taking pictures to, you know, live in that moment. And I hope now they're like, F you. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure like the tickets were way overpriced to see somebody that's not even that great. Um, Right. And then you're mad that they took a selfie. I mean, at a concert, yeah, you're there for the music, but also you're there for the memories and what makes a memory a picture does. I like that. Come take pictures of the more important issues. Tailgate this year. Yeah, do that. We allow it. Yeah. We actually prefer it actually. Honestly. Yeah. We're upset if you don't take pictures with us. Yes. And of us. Yeah, I don't understand it, but whatever. She's she's a stupidity. You got any more? Uh nah, that's all I've got. I don't even remember what one was now that I've it's been a it's been an hour and a half since the beginning of the episode, but yeah. uh if you want mine, go back to the beginning of this episode. Um also got the uh this might be a kind of a fail, but I want to go ahead and read it because it is Lululemon and the Vol Shop teaming up. Oh, dude, I'm I've heard phenomenal things about Lululemon, so I'm not going to hate until I see him. See well, him. I mean, I'm probably not going to buy it. Well, but. that's what I was about to say. I mean, like, I've heard great stuff, too. Um, but I've also heard how expensive it is. And then you slap on a T and the price is going to yeah, go, go up, man. It's going to go up. Do you know if the Vol Shop still has those checkerboard suits? Suits or like the... The suits. They had them for a while. Not the overalls, the suits. No, the suits. I don't know. If they do, we should get those for the 500th episode. Okay. Yeah, I'm down. We'll expense it. Yeah, write it off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it goes back to us regardless, <laughs> but yeah. I, I think they're stupid expensive, but we should definitely get them. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan of like making Tennessee apparel even more expensive than it already is. <laughs> Well, it's at least not going to be all Lululemon, so you're good. Yeah. But it's going to be so sick, and I'm just going to be disappointed that I can't buy it because I refuse to spend that kind of money. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. I did get a new shirt this week from Volunteer Traditions. I don't know what brand it is. It's so comfortable. It's probably a private label. Looks like it is. Dude, it's like a like thin, like a shitty kind of deal, mm-hmm. but it's like the moisture wicking material. Oh. So like this is getting worn on the golf course. Okay. For sure. You wearing it Saturday? Probably too hot for Saturday, <laughs> but it's getting worn on the golf course. I'm playing. I'm actually playing 36 on Saturday, so maybe in the morning. Hey, shout out me and Deuce came in a second. Yes, yesterday. Yeah, cool, cool invite. Well, you we're gone. Did you invite me? I didn't have to. I knew you wouldn't be in town. What if I could have gotten back in time? Then I would have invited you, but you said you wouldn't be back till Thursday. But I could. Could have been back. That's the point. But you weren't. Because you didn't invite me. <laughs> Are you playing tomorrow night? Tomorrow night? Yeah. What's tomorrow night? Friday night. No, we're not playing tomorrow night. We're playing Saturday. Okay. Well, I didn't, I didn't know if you were doing both. No, my wife's birthday is tomorrow. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I ain't invited that either, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know. all right whatever guys thanks for listening make Have sure you check product. out all of our friends underdog go sign up for uh volunteer club right now 
go sign up for Knox Tours. Get that tour Wrigley and more. That's just one good part of it. Uh, and then Roback, you should be going right now and purchasing your your pull your orange polo from Roback. Yeah. Also got some big things coming with University Traditions. Be on the lookout for that. Yes. Also got to give a shout out to Thomas Edwards and running through oh, that tee. Dude, yeah, I'm of just song. heater of a song. So uh, we need to get his permission to to play it Sunday on the pod. Okay, I like that. Yeah, that'd be sick. All right, guys. Thanks again. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.